What's up guys? Welcome back to a new episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers. Had a really rough start today. Literally for 30 minutes my laptop wouldn't work, nothing would work, but here we are. So the topic of today's episode is can you go on a diet while suffering from binge eating disorder? We're all asking ourselves, hey, I know that I have to work on binge eating itself. Uh, I have to get over the urges. I just want to lose weight fast. Can I do it? Can I go on a diet? Is a diet um, good for me? Would it work? Can it work for me ever? Sorry for that. That's my chair. I build it myself. And it's not as stable as I want it to be. But it's fine. So I went through dieting a lot. I dieted um, at the beginning of 2020, I guess it was, or 2019. And I tracked my calories. I tried to do the whole deal of like no sweets, no this and that, which led me obviously, like restriction always does, with whatever leads you to think about that stuff even more. So I was focused on all these sweets. When I was walking through the grocery store, I was freaking the F out. I was like, holy crap, I just want to eat this. I didn't know anything about nutrition, which is a huge one. We will talk about that um, in the next episode, by the way, how to build a nutritious meal. And this all combined just is a perfect mixture for failure in the sense of like increasing or like being stuck in the vicious cycle of binging restriction whatsoever and it not getting better and you're not grabbing the problem by the root of it but just trying to heal some kind of symptoms and it doesn't work like that um now i do diet but only because my recovery has progressed immensely in a way where I can safely do that and not freak out, but I have to say this is not the norm. Not the norm at all. Everyone's very different. Some people will never be able to track their calories and diet in a way, you know, because dieting is not always bad because people try to portray it like that. Not always bad. You can diet in a nutritious healthy way without restricting yourself but this is an is a way for itself it took me six years to get here six years um can everyone diet no do you have to diet if you want to lose weight no why you're like Melody, what do you mean what do you mean they, they all try to sell me all these shakes. They try to tell me how to lose weight fast, what foods to avoid if I want to lose weight. What do you mean you don't have to diet? Are you stupid? No, I'm not. The thing is, all you need in order to lose weight is a calorie deficit. So eat less calories than you burn, right? This is all you need. And the ways to get there there are various ways. All the things you read about, oh, high carb, low fat, or high protein, low fat, low carb, this and that. These are all just ways or lifestyles that people choose because they find it the best way for themselves to be in a calorie deficit. This is not a must at all. 
You don't have to do keto. You don't have to do low fat. Nothing. You can choose a very own way of being in a calorie deficit. And for most people, they never track their calories. They just go to the gym, they eat healthy, and a calorie deficit comes within itself. And also they make like 10k steps a day. So being in motion. Um, so what are the steps you need to take to lose weight healthily? When you have binge eating disorder, because this is important. We, we all suffer from this, if you're listening to this. So this is a very different approach than if I would talk to a person with a healthy eating pattern right now. So first thing, stop restriction. The more you try to only eat healthy, which healthy is such a broad definition people, it's very different. Um, you can have sweets. No one, and I can promise you no one who has knowledge about diet and nutrition will tell you to cut it out of your life forever if you want to lose weight and maintain your weight loss. No, you don't have to. It is about integrating these things in normal portions into your life. If you want to know how to do that and how to practically speaking, you know, um, if you want to have some practical advice on that, look at my other episodes before this one. The more you try to avoid these foods, the more they will be in your head. And you've probably heard this a hundred freaking times because that's what every binge, binge eating coach tells you. So I will skip to the next step. Next thing. Um, if, if, you, if you see the world in black and white, it will be black and white. No colors, no variety, no in between. This leads you to either light or darkness. So being like, hey, I ate one chocolate bar today. <laughs> Whatever. Let's eat a whole cake. What? A cake? We obviously don't want to focus on calories here. But you can imagine that a cake is a lot for your stomach, a lot for your body to process, a lot of energy to take in. And... In relation to this chocolate bar, it's huge. What is the relation between eating a chocolate bar and then immediately associating with a cake? You don't have to do that. And this will keep you stuck in your uh, weight loss journey and recovery journey. One thing that took me probably the longest to get over, it's one of the, the keys to get over a binge eating disorder. It's not easy, but look at my other episodes and I will tell you how to get over unhealthy patterns and habits. Next thing, second step, I mean, you can approach all of these at once and you have to find your own way. Mix it all together, see what works for you. Implementing habits that give you your situation feeling back. Eating slowly. So you, you get saturated after 20 minutes. So if you shove it all in and it takes you four minutes to eat this whole pasta bowl, you're going to be like, oh my God, I don't feel anything. I'm still hungry. So you get another bowl and then maybe 
Ten minutes passes. Oh, I'm still hungry. Third bowl. Take 20 minutes. Or start with setting a timer to 10 minutes, 11 minutes, and work yourself up. No distraction. No TV. Not even a book. Reading is dope as hell, but not when reading. I would say a podcast. That's just personal me, or radio, or like whatsoever. Listening to a song. is okay. As long as you can still focus on the food in front of you. If you're not able to do that because your concentration skills or whatsoever, you you just don't want to do it, you can't do it, you feel like it's too much, don't do it. Don't listen to a song. But if you think about it, everything we do, like if we work at once and we also listen to a podcast and then we also have Lofi playing in the background and then also we're kind of cooking like the pasta and everything is... <laughs> the um some things in the oven we forget about the damn oven it's just too much at once and we can't really put 100% into one task and so therefore one task won't won't get done as good as could be if you just only focused on one thing yeah eat nutritiously third step this is not whatever I will make a whole episode about this. Uh, like I told you, the next one will be about exactly that topic. Um, a portion of chips, for example, or like a bag of chips even, will leave you unsaturated. And you're like, why is that? Well, first of all, probably because you're used to um, following your urges and binging on a lot of food. And so your stomach is used to high volume of food. But also because chips... They don't give you anything. They don't have protein in there. They don't have healthy fats in there. They don't have um, fulfilling carbs in there. Like good carbs, I guess you could say, or like useful carbs that your body can use to gain long-term energy from it. Chips doesn't have that. A lot of food. Your body's like, okay, and? So really look into nutrition. I'll listen to my next episode. Um, the next thing is holding on to these habits consistency is key here and this is the thing that is the hardest and that is the part where I remember I would just be like can I maintain that am I able to do that because we don't have self-trust usually you know we're used to binging we're used to following the urges we're used to all of that we're like I give up I feel like I, I don't have it in me to overcome it the thing is the way motivation, for example, works is you do something, let's say me practicing Russian for like a month, all right? And then the first time I'm like super motivated because I'm, you know, I see the goal and I, I have intrinsic motivation for that. But then also kind of nothing happens. Like it takes me a long time to learn the vocabulary. I can't really see a difference. Ugh, when is this going to end? When am I finally going to be able to talk in Russian? And then after a month, I'm like, hey... I just like saw this show in Russian and I understood like one minute of their dialogue. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, that's a success. And that's when the real, when the work pays off, when you finally see success. 
I can make a whole episode about this, about motivation and discipline and how they're um, playing together and all that because motivation is a really interesting topic in psychology as well. But the one thing we need here is not as much motivation but more so discipline. But motivation will come with success. So you implementing healthy habits, for example, for like three weeks, four weeks, you will see the first success events and you will be like, oh my God, this worked. I can do it again. You know, you have to keep your goal in mind. Be like, okay, four weeks, I will have the success. All right. Or like six weeks, you will have a successful event. And that's when you will get motivated again, you know, after that time, you will gain more motivation and it goes on and on. It's insane. This process is one of the most developing things you could do for a character. They, it's insane how they work. Um, so lastly, I want to talk a little bit about, um, without looking at my notes, my own diet experience. As I told you already, I had all these failed attempts of diets, failed in the sense of, you know, it not helping with weight loss and healthy recovery. It wasn't helpful at all. <laughs> um, you know, I was also very young, 16 or whatever, and um, I had all these um, core beliefs ingrained in me, like, you're not good enough, you have to lose weight in order to be good enough, and, you know, I also went to therapy, that's a huge one, and I, I say this in every freaking episode, but therapy is key, mm, this is a really complex thing in itself, just, um, because it plays a huge role if you want to lose weight, because, it takes a long time to lose weight and you you have to believe in yourself and you have to um, stay consistent with it and who stays consistent in what they're doing well people who believe in that they can right and who are not maybe afraid to fail or you know sometimes people are like oh she's so undisciplined she never follows her goals usually people don't follow their goals or stop you know stop with what they're doing and what they wanted to approach because they're afraid of failing so having self-trust and having a high self-worth is helping you immensely through this process and it's really death psychology you know that you have to do in a lot of ways so getting here and um, finally being able to lose weight and um, still, you know, still going. But I lost a lot of weight. You may have seen it on my Instagram. It's a huge difference. I can't believe I, I look so different, you know. It's sometimes really like a wow moment when I look back at old pictures. This comes after a lot of time, six years. And the why we're so impatient with us i feel like is also because for other people it seems so much easier and you don't get how jessica over there i always say jessica as an example name i don't know why is just so natural around food she knows when she's full she knows when she's not hungry she she doesn't eat when she's not hungry you know jessica just knows her way around with food it seems like 
and she's able if she wants to lose a bit of weight because she gained a little bit of weight over the Christmas days she can just do it and without any restriction she's just it seems to be going like that you know um, we have to really stop comparing ourselves I also say that in every episode but patience is key here really these are the values that you need in order to lose weight healthily really truly so um, anything else um, so my answer to this question is can you go on a diet while suffering from binge eating disorder no no mm, a diet in the classic sense no can you lose weight while suffering from binge eating disorder definitely yeah and if you know your health is already affected by by the consequences of binging and urges and everything um, obviously there's a lot of pressure on you to lose weight as well you know um, for me it was like oh my god the steps are insane I, I can't take steps anymore I'm like out of breath after like three steps um, if I would have kept this lifestyle up or like lifestyle I mean if I would have you know still followed my urges and binged I would it would, I don't know where I would be right now honestly and I get the pressure of it but try to regain perspective and try to see it very rational in a way of okay what steps do I need to take right now in order to healthily lose weight long term and that does not start with um, downloading a tracking app and counting all the calories no some people can do this maybe in three years or whatsoever or four five ten years when their recovery has progressed but no if you're in it right now and you're at the point where you're binging and you have a lot of urges and cravings and you're really tied to this um, food that's not nurturing this is not the point right now and the point in time where you should think about dieting at all and losing weight fast um, it's about integrating healthy habits um, listen to my other episodes and to my next episodes coming out we're all discussing we're discussing all of it um, it's very much just about a slow process of healthy recovery anything else will lead to maybe another eating disorder and or more binging so yeah so guys that's all I have for today um, thank you for listening to this episode check out all my social medias one thing I really like about my content personally is the fact that I give very practical advice I don't only talk about the death of our mental health I also just give a lot of practical advice because I always found that YouTube videos and everything they would be so far from from our daily lives I'm like okay what what can I do right now after I stop listening to this podcast to to help myself you know how can I gain my life back right now I don't want to go through this whole process of you know going through my childhood trauma and everything how what can I do right now and this approach I I follow with this podcast and with my social media or with some of my social media so check that out 
Um, I hope it helps you in some way. I'm Melody, your host, and we will see each other in the next episode of Ice Cubes and Peppers. Bye.